two, three. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded like a bebop. I think Isn't everybody just tuned out. This is Going Boldly, the podcast. Here's your host, Russ, the big guy. Hey, that's right. It is Russ, and we are here for another amazing episode of Going Boldly. Uh, my sometimes part-time co-host and full-time daughter is here. Brenna, say hey. Howdy. Uh, we have a great guest today, and I want to give you a, a couple teasers here before we get started. This is Going Boldly, and you listeners are small business owners and also uh, aspiring entrepreneurs, and you want lots of tips and tricks and uh, you know some background and some good information um, that will help you build your business, find your happiness that, that, you're, that you're striving to achieve, and make your life even better too. Uh, today, we have an amazing guest, and I consider this a coup. I have an Emmy-nominated actor, an Emmy-winning voiceover actor, a TEDx speaker, a person who can help you give great voice. I know that I have to give a nice warm-up to introduce her, and I think that you'll love Tasia Valenza. Hi, Tasia. Hi, Russ. Thank you so much for uh, that very warm and uh, gracious and kind of, uh, you know, definitely fun introduction. My and, goodness. And strange, right? So I, I was trying to take your advice because I happened to notice a recent uh, social media post and you were talking about don't just like go right into saying, hey, this is so-and-so, like warm them up a little bit, something a little different. You warmed different. up beautifully. You, uh, that could even be for your own introduction, but you warmed everybody up for my introduction, so thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. So as I mentioned earlier, uh, as we just uh, met each other before I hit record, I was practicing my lip trills today under the guidance of my daughter, who's a, a musician, and uh, she's had some vocal training. And I and I was mess I messed up my mustache, so I had to put some extra wax on there. But uh, <laughs> now, are you are you are you going to share some of those with me to uh, to help want, the audience? Well, I I was I was going to ask you first if the vocal warm ups for a voice actor are the same as the vocal warm ups for a singer. I would say they're pretty similar. You know, uh -huh. I don't always do them because I've been doing I've been doing voiceovers for so long. But yeah, I mean, anything that's going to get uh, breath control, that diaphragmatic breathing, they're the. <laughs> and Wait, the um, I haven't heard the, that one, Brenna. What was that one? That's a good one. I think Isn't everybody just tuned out. <laughs> <laughs> so we all right, let me try. Already. Let me do the yeah. lip trills real quick, Brenna. Why Go don't you it. do them? You're so good at them. No, no, no. You do them. Oh, your daughter. Lip trills. Okay, you ready? Ready. All right. yep. One, two. Three. <laughs> that sounded like a bebop. Like <laughs> I'm sorry, but I can't do them. <laughs> I'm sort That's of star. Okay. I'm sort of starstruck because I'll be honest oh. with you. Because I actually put together a sizzle reel of voices years ago, uh -huh. Uh -huh. and uh, I actually was kind of excited about doing some acting work and trying to get some voiceover work, and I didn't get very far with it. I think mm -hmm. that probably it was one of those things that a creative person says, oh, I'm going to do this, and then I do it, and then, you know, get it all put together, and I get started, and then before you know it, um, I distracted onto something else probably is what happened. Mm -hmm. But it's uh, normal. I mean, but it's another, it's another tool in your toolkit of, of yeah. what you're doing now, you know, to give great voice. It's how you use your voice in many different ways. I have uh, learned a little bit and I've tried to, especially since I found you, I've been paying more attention to how I speak. I'm trying to give better voice and try to create a better, <laughs> I'm trying to be less uh, bouncing off the walls and sound like I know what I'm talking about. What I also wanted to mention was that I re-recorded my outro <laughs> to the show because I was influenced by you. So any, oh, any outro you wonderful. may have heard on the podcast uh -huh. is now going to be replaced starting with... Uh, the two, uh, see, Jesse Cole I, I recorded today and uh, Tasha Valenza will have the new outro. Wow. Well, so, I'm honored and I'm delighted that, that uh, yeah. you found value in what it means to give great voice and rock your role, no matter what it is, podcaster, voiceover artist, father, yeah. friend, you know. 
It want, really matters. Do you want to talk more about that? Talk more about your your concept of giving great voice because I really like that idea. And I know something that I learned um, when I was a new parent was that words have power. And mm. sort of I was learning about that and what to, what to say to your children and how to speak to your children. And that kind of... Um, came up in my memory when I heard you say, give great voice. Now, I realize it's not quite the same thing, but I think that it's, it was important to, to note that what you're saying and how you're saying it has a great impact. Mm, absolutely. And um, my children, who are teenagers, are the first ones to let me know uh, when I'm not giving great voice. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> they, they're really great at calling me out since I'm the, you know, the master teacher. Like that's not really giving great voice, right. is it, mom? Is oh. it? So they, they keep me accountable, which I love. But, um, you know, the concept to give great voice came really from my 35 years of being an on-camera actress that rolled over into voiceover acting and recognizing that when we do it well, uh, when we give a great voice, the gift of it, we move touch and impact who we're speaking to. And that's something that, again, reverberates, you know, uh, where it's a gift to the speaker because you feel good that you've, you've racked that role, played that role, meaning the part of yourself in that situation well. And it's a gift to the receiver, the one who has felt you, uh, you know, in the way that you would intended the tone and remarkable power of tone and intention. And it's a gift to all who witness it. So, you know, the, the concept really came from how many roles, thousands of roles that I've played and what I, what the benefit of a voiceover actor and actor is we get the description of the character and the qualities that we want to embody, especially when it comes to the voice over part, because I'm no longer able to uh, show my, you know, outer self on the, on camera, you know, you can use the arch of an eyebrow, but when it, or, you know, the subtle body language and, and, in voiceover, you can inform the role, but you really start recognizing that everything comes through the voice, all the aspirational qualities of that voice, whether you know it's a CEO and you want to sound authoritative and friendly and knowledgeable, or you know, uh, again, one of my my fun roles that I've played is the DC poisonous poison ivy, who's a seductress, you know, and uh, understanding why is she a seductress? Well, her venom lies in her lips, so it's not just because the writer said she's a seductress. It, it serves her role. And so understanding these qualities, we can take the same information that has made me so successful as a voiceover artist. And I realized I could, I, I've, I've taken a lot of that uh, unconsciously into my real life, along with a lot of self-help and therapy and, yeah. uh, you know, self-development. It's not like in a vacuum. In other words, I, otherwise you're manufacturing it. But I've really recognized that a lot of my success playing the role of wife and mother and friend and daughter and, you know, all the other roles, CEO, have come because I recognize that how I say the words is equally, if not more important, as what I say. And so I was passionate of teaching this same skill uh, to others because I feel not, not only is important, but in the last 10 years where we've digitized so much of our communication, I think that it's lacking and that we yes. need it because we are losing our humanity in the process. Yes, I saw your TED Talk, um, and I believe, is that what you're referencing with the yes. texting emojis and whatnot? So, yes, mm -hmm. you can be so much more descriptive and, and um, really really show uh, nuances and emotion through your voice that will not come through via texting. It's a concern of mine, and it's something that I wanted to um, kind of uh, ring the bell, like, hey, you yeah. know, we need to speak, and we need to, well, I mean, I ironically, came out, you know, February 7th, and then in COVID hit, you know, the end of the month. So, uh -huh. like, the the phone call, the aberrational phone call to ask how you are is, is not so crazy anymore. <laughs> it's, no, it's, uh, it's not, is so, it? No, the timing was, I mean, you know, I, I would never have asked for it, but it certainly has um, reframed what it means to move, touch, and impact because we can't even touch each other physically. We can't hug. We can't, all the things that we need as humans to feel close and connected and cared for, a lot of it's been taken away. Yes, it has. It's interesting when I think of giving great voice, there are several things that come to mind. One is 
that mastering this really will improve your communication skills, which is what we're talking about right now. Right. But additionally, it's a very empowering sort of feeling, honestly. Um, and I can just relate to that just, uh, because I've been thinking about it since we, uh, decided that we would do this together today. And I thought, my goodness, I have a, I have a professional who has a, a, a lot more acting cred than I do. And I really need to start thinking about upping my game. I want to be as talented and, and as effective as I can be so that I can serve other people. And if I'm just being sloppy, then that's not necessarily something that's going to happen. You know, thinking about it and paying attention to some of the skills that you talked about, I think is very empowering and other entrepreneurs need that. That's something that's really going to provide a lot of confidence to them. It's going to allow them to share whatever their message is. And for the true entrepreneur who has a passion, who really has a mission, who really feels like it's their duty to share it with other people. I mean, that, mm-hmm. that kind of entrepreneur to be feeling mm-hmm. empowered, to be able to effectively communicate what's in their heart. I mm-hmm. find that like incredibly, incredibly wonderful. It's like that is an amazing gift to be able to bestow upon another person. So, and I'm saying that that is a great gift that you are bestowing upon the entrepreneurs who have that in their heart. You're helping them share that. And it's really, it's really quite amazing. Oh, well, thank you. That yeah. definitely was one of my, my goals in mind because I feel so privileged yes. to have had this opportunity and I know how it's impacted my life uh, to do it well. And I really, you know, it's like anything. If you asked me uh, it, it, so many of the talents that you skills that you have that I have no knowledge of, nor do I, <laughs> would I be able to do it? It's something that, you know, this comes so naturally to me because I've been building that muscle for 35 years. And yeah. so I, uh, but it's something that unlike, you know, if you said to me, Hey, would you like to learn, you know, to become a rocket scientist? It would be a lot more difficult to access those same <laughs> skills. So I feel it's really a, a gift that I can give this accessible, uh, yeah. knowledge and, and make it fun, you know, utilizing the, the skills of a voiceover actor. Yes. Because well. that's one of my, that's, that, that's the, my elevator pitches, you know, get to give great voices, confident, captivating communication, utilizing the skills of an actor and a voiceover actor in your own life so you can play your professional and personal roles more successfully with more impact. So it's really this kind of fun way to teach public and private speaking. I like to say it's not just public speaking because uh, to give great voice is we give it to ourselves, how we speak to ourselves, how we motivate ourselves or, and become aware of our self speak, which a lot of people aren't. And then we it's also how we give it on behalf of our professional goals to achieve those dreams that we set out to do. And, and then it's on uh, the third piece of it is how we deepen those relationships that matter to us because those, those again, it all comes down to communication and how we do it. And uh, when we can do it well, again, like I said, some people feel very successful in their personal life and they don't feel successful in their professional life. And when that doesn't feel good, you know, something is missing. Same thing with you. You feel like you're my God, I'm so successfully professionally, but there's no love in your life. And you're, you feel that emptiness. That's not a successful life. So it's a holistic yes. uh, approach. And that's what I'm passionate about teaching and, and uh, you know, giving those empowering people to feel good about their their voice and their message and the way they land their stories and, and, and feel that it is uh, been given that makes people feel good. And you can see the reaction is instant. You can tell you've connected. You can tell you've moved somebody uh, whether it's one or a thousand. Yeah. Well, that's very rewarding. In my role as a coach, I would be concerned with a couple of the things that you um, alluded to that I made a couple notes about, because I think you mentioned it specifically in one of your posts or possibly it was part of your TED talk, but it was negative self-talk and how that has Mm -hmm. connections to limiting beliefs. Mm-hmm. And so recognizing our limiting beliefs, using positive self-talk is kind of a way to counteract some of those negative ideas, those negative thoughts, but also negative uh, influences from the outside as well, I think is really super powerful. Those are tools that are very important for uh, anybody really, but you know, entrepreneurs, um, business owners, you know, they're it's kind of a constant struggle. So it's uh, yes, imposter syndrome and oh, all um, those, yeah. 
Right. And um, yeah, I, I kind of, it kind of came across, you know, I had the opportunity to co-found an affirmation meditation app called Haven Guided Affirmations. And uh, I was always into aware of how affirmations I learned early on from Brian Tracy and Anthony Robbins and that recognition of, of self-speak. But so many of us think that self-speak are the thoughts we think. Yeah. Um, but those are you know, downloading 70, 60 to 70,000 thoughts a day. That's the, that's the, that's the studies have said, like, how do they count? I don't know. Yeah. But imagine that many thousands of thoughts a day. And, and, and they say 80% is negative from the day before and the day before and the year before and the year before and the year before. And that's, that's your subconscious. That's the, that's the part that kind of, you know, the conscious part is like 5%, 6%. Hey, I want, I'm going to go out and conquer the world. And the subconscious is like, no, you're not. Yeah. No, you're not. No, you're not. You're never, you're never going to make it. Well, don't you remember you're, you're fat and you're slobby and you're stupid and all yeah. those, whatever those negative, uh, you know, phrases that you either gave yourself or unfortunately uh, your environment, right? Yeah. From the zero to seven, we just accept things basically as a download to our computers. And unless we become aware, we don't even realize that we're operating on that system. We like, in other words, half the fun is just recognizing I'm not my thoughts. I'm thinking the thoughts, but is that, you know, like to really like, I, you know, to not go down the rabbit hole. Yeah. It, we're in charge of our own thoughts, aren't we? Right. But we, only if we start knowing that we yeah. are, are thinking thoughts. In other words, if we like, if you just think, oh, my thoughts are my, you know, I, 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 I'm feeling very sad and I'm, I'm, I'm not going to do well today. And like, but it, that's a thought. So yeah. I could start thinking, oh, wait a second. I'm having a very scary thought right now. Mm-hmm. That thought says I'm not going to do well. Now, is that true? Recognize that this is a thought and you're the person thinking that thought. Then you have the option of saying, does that serve my role right now? No, 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 no. So I'm going to override that thought with my voice because that's much more powerful because those thoughts are very anchored, right? So yeah. It's really easy. Like, oh, you know, no, no, I'm good. I'm good. No, you're not. You're like, you want to override it. You want to say, nope, I am powerful. I am beautiful. I believe in myself. And again, the affirmation has to be, again, uh, based on the science, Brian Tracy, uh, all the people that personal, positive, uh, and uh, personal, positive, present tense. You yes. want I am or I have. Yeah. And, and in the give great voice way, an affirmation doesn't work if you just say, I, I believe in myself. I love myself. <sighs> no, it has to have the same thing. There has to be intention behind it. Yeah. I love myself. I believe in myself. Today is going to be an incredible day. I'm setting the tone for my day. You hear that passion. So you fake it till you make it. Even if you doesn't, I, I call it speaking the language of self-love. Well, your, brain, your brain doesn't know. This is what I've learned recently is your brain doesn't know the difference. If you're saying it to yourself, your brain is believing it. You're telling your, you you're telling your, with yes, if you yeah. say it with conviction, if you say it yeah. half-assed <laughs> with like, and you just let the words do the talking, it's yeah. not enough. So that's why you have to intend it with the same way that you would, you know, be the courageous confidence coach for your best friend. You have to do that for yourself. Well, you give, you, you give the leadership for that with your Haven app. I've been on there a couple of times. Uh, relaxation one. I think I did a leadership one last. I didn't complete a week, part. but I wanted to sample it and see what it was all about. I liked it. The thing is, did you notice that being in a relaxed state is that alpha relaxed state? It's easier for our subconscious to be reprogrammed in that nice relaxed state when we're more open to receive. Yeah. Um, and so we can start saying those affirmations. So I use it as a tool and I, I offer it to my clients and whomever that you, it's like anything you need to practice, just like learning French is, is very awkward at first. So, so it's a free app, right? It. Yeah, you have to practice, but, but you help people do that yes. on the app. Yeah. So do we just have to? Tell our listeners to go to their favorite app store and look for Haven. Yes, Haven Guided Affirmations, and it looks like a, a lighthouse, and it's yeah. this wonderful, I call it a Be Kind to Our Mind app, and I walk you through uh, practicing under these um, masteries, confidence for seven days, leadership, health, wealth, um, okay. depression support. So it's all there for people to use and start really practicing this self-kindness because Again, people, a lot of people, I'm amazed how many people don't feel comfortable saying kind things to my, themselves. So that makes me sad. So I yeah. always been, <laughs> let's practice that. Let's practice that. Let's practice easy somehow that we've trained 
uh, I'm an idiot. That's okay to say, but not I'm amazing and I love myself and I believe in myself or, um, and this is not hooey airy fairy. People have this conscious desire. I'm going to achieve this goal and I'm going to do this, but then they, they're, they're literally tearing themselves down and expecting that they're going to go out into the world and succeed. It's really not good. It's not aligned. And so I feel that I, if I can help people to recognize again, they can use their own voice and their own beliefs to say whatever I am or I have. Uh, whatever you say after that with conviction and consistency tells your future. Yeah, so what do you want your future to be? Happy would be my, my at my age right now, happy. And I think I've achieved that for the most part, really. I mean, it took me, you know, I'm 61, close to 62 at this point. It's amazing, you know, um, the more you pay attention, and, the, and I think the time, uh, at least for me, the time has been helpful. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. the more that you just become uh, more at ease, more patient with the world, happier, expectations are um, a lot less. Uh, the mm-hmm. expectations are more appropriate, I guess I could say. Sounds like wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> you gain wisdom about what really matters, what doesn't. Uh, yeah, right. Self-kindness and compassion. I think I think right now more than anything in the world, com- kindness and compassion are at a premium and uh, we need it for ourselves and we need it for each other. Yes, I agree. I definitely agree. I'm doing my best uh, to make every day something that's valuable for me and for other people and to uh, keep the stress low and the happiness high. So we actually, we talked about quite a few things already. Let's, let's double back a little bit. And uh, so the Haven app, I think we covered that. I recommend that. I tried it out a couple times. Um, you're easy to listen to, which is which doesn't hurt. <laughs> so that's good. <laughs> well, thank you. you. I appreciate that. You, you I, picked I, the you picked the right to. voiceover artist for it. So well, you know, I because I am the voiceover artist. Exactly. So that's the thing is that I I co-wrote each one, and yeah. uh, you know, I often talk about understanding to give great voice. You really have to understand as the voice actor, actor does you know, who am I? The four questions I call it, the four give great voice questions are who am I in this particular scene? Yeah. Meaning what role am I playing? My mother, friend, sister, husband, father, you know, who am I speaking to is number two, the relationship, right? What do I want? What do I want in this scene? What's the success of the scene? And how does my voice and tone support that intention? So that's the, that's again, one of the toolbox uh, tools that we use. And so for that particular one, one of the reasons why I wanted to make an app was because I found so many meditations where I loved the words, but not the messenger. Oh. And so, you know, I'm very, I'm like a dog. I'm very sensitive. Like, oh, that hurts my ears. I can't listen to that meditation. And so that was one right. of the reasons when I made Haven, uh, I really, I didn't know again uh, how important my intention was until I heard it with the bed of music and realized, wow, you know what? I didn't serve the highest intention because I came out of the gate like, hi, my name is Tasia Valenza. It's a pleasure to have you and blah, 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 blah. And now we're going to meditate. Mm. And I, I, I realized, you know what? That if people have five minutes, you need to convey that nice soothing tone and compliment that music from the get-go. And so I had to go back and re-voice every single one. Oh my goodness. And that was, yeah, that was... The hardest job I've ever had to do twice. <laughs> and I, I had to learn my own lesson Yeah, because I realized that I could have gotten away with it. I could have left it, but it wouldn't have been what I would have wanted to listen to. Uh, I would have wanted that soothing. And, and, and thankfully, uh, all the hard work paid off because the number one adjective that people say is uh, soothing. And so it made me really happy to have... Um, succeeded in that regard that I uh, understood what the role was. And then, um, you know, but, but it was a lesson that I share that not only, you know, do I teach it, but I'm still learning it myself. So I think that's something that, you know, everyone can appreciate that we try our best and uh, to understand the intention and how we serve our audience. We become more aware of what our tone, how we're setting the tone of that particular moment in time and does it serve the highest good? Well, I'm definitely going to be paying more attention to the way I communicate with people. I know that uh, it's taken me, well, my whole life to get to this point, obviously. I used to be just totally unaware of really how I impacted other people. In fact, I had someone mention to me that I was very 
self-oriented. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what is that? <laughs> is that a diagnosis or something? And she goes, no, I just made it up, but it's like, that's you. And I'm like, and I was like, well, you, you know, at the time it's like, oh, okay, well, whatever. But, uh, you know, later in life, I realized that probably that's not the best way to, you know, to run a operation. <laughs> <laughs> meaning my life. Uh, uh-huh. And so, uh, so, <laughs> so having, you know, having kids helped, you know, help really helps you pay attention to outside of yourself, just wanting to be more successful and uh, healthier and all that. I kind of did a 180 in my, in my adult life and really try to focus more on service to other people and loving people. That's kind of the basic of it. Oh, I want to get back to something that you mentioned. I don't know that actors really think of themselves as entrepreneurs. You know, many of them probably didn't or don't. Maybe now it's a little different, but I was thinking once upon a time, they really, a lot of actors are like, I just, somebody give me a role. They weren't really concentrating on creating products for themselves or creating uh, opportunities for themselves or kind of waiting and hoping uh, an agent would get them something. There are many parallels between being an actor and an entrepreneur in almost any other uh, field of endeavor. So I thought I would mention a couple of these and see what your reaction was to them. So you need to have grit, sure. grit and determination yeah. yes, and ability to, to survive multiple rejections mm-hmm. or constant <laughs> rejection. You have to be incredibly adaptable depending mm-hmm. on your circumstance at the time, whether you're working or not, whether you have what your role is. Some of the things that you just mentioned, the four, the four considerations before uh, voicing your, your role. Mm-hmm. Uh, creativity, of course, is super important and, mm-hmm. and more. Uh, I actually talk about that in a lot of my workshop. What are, what are the qualities that we want to embody as an entrepreneur? Grit, uh, certainly I would say what passion, uh, resilience, um, creativity. These are all qualities that we, uh, can imbue our voices, certainly inspirational. Again, you, as an entrepreneur, you need to be able to inspire people to come on the journey with you. Uh, so you really have to have passion, you know, passion as an entrepreneur and, and the grit is that you have to, again, pick yourself up every day and have that incredible intention meaning that no matter what the day holds that you believe in your in your mission you have to have mission and purpose and part of that i i would say a large part of that again is that how are you speaking to yourself to get you there are you allowing fear to make diminish you and are you then saying cuz i face it myself every day yeah i wake up I try to program myself for success and I feel the weight of the world, the anxiety of the world. It comes, you know, there's no way to avoid that in terms of at least being aware, like, oh my God, we're still here. We all, yeah, <laughs> we all do. I think it's a fallacy that, uh, you know, if a successful person doesn't experience the doubt and fear um, no, around, me- do, around many do. things, but the difference is I do. you motor through it or you have, you, wait, you have a way to deal with it. I've learned how to deal with it. And a lot of that is the awareness as I mentioned before, that how am I, what am I thinking right now yeah. and how is it serving me? And is it true? And if it's not, in other words, if all those thoughts come flooding to me, um, I'm afraid I'm, uh, I'm, you know, that I'm not going to be liked or, or that I didn't do that right. Or I messed up here or, um, you know, whatever that thought is, I, I'm much more aware of not, following to the next and the next and the next and feeling that cortisol and the stress. Uh, I am much more aware of, of being really gentle and kind with myself and also uh, more about my breath, taking a deep breath and being coming more present, meaning that I just say, okay, take a breath, diaphragmatic breath and breathe and say, what would I tell my best friend? You're going to be fine. You're amazing. You can do this. People are waiting for you to succeed. They want you to succeed. The universe is conspiring to support me. All the things that make me feel better, I now say to myself, and I say it out loud. Um, As a matter of fact, when I go into the mirror in the bathroom, I have written this beautiful morning affirmation uh, that I got off of the internet, and I say it every day out loud, because I know that if I just look at it, it's not enough. 
that if I just think, oh, I downloaded it, it's not enough. Would you like to hear it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, this is, I mean, what, this, you're, what you're saying is so powerful and it's, and it's real. The, the universe is waiting. <laughs> it's waiting for us. Right. It, it if really we, is. If we believe it. Right. There's so we, much. There's so we many. We get to decide that. We get to decide yes. that because we, of what we say, it's the law of manifestation. It's our thoughts have power. Um, we are our own fortune tellers, right? But what we say, whether yes. unconsciously um, in our thoughts, and so I'm very, very clear that, you know, give great voice means the most important person you give it to is yourself. Because when you do that, it overflows and you'll end up having so much bandwidth for everybody else. I want people to talk out loud to themselves, but only nicely, yes. only nicely, only nicely, just as you would a little person who lives inside of you or your best friend, because really, aren't you supposed to be your own best friend? If not you, then who? <laughs> I love, yeah, if not you, then who? That's a great one. Right? So, so this is my morning affirmation. Oh, I'm yes. Yeah, go ahead. Today is an incredible day. Success, prosperity, and abundance in many different forms have naturally found their way into my life today. I gratefully enjoy their manifestations throughout my day and happily share these blessings of abundance with many others in order to bring happiness to their day as well. And then it says, I am happy, I am healthy, I am wealthy, I am secure, I am worthy, I am positive, I am blessed, I am grateful, I am beautiful, I am confident, I am courageous, I am excited about today. And this comes from the law of affirmations.com. Isn't it just amazing? Because yeah. it says, I receive these and I give it out to help others with right. this wonderful abundance. It's not just like, this is only for myself. Right. You're not it's hoarding it. It's flowing, right. it's so flowing it's like through you. It's flowing through you. And exactly, I fill yeah. my cup and then I give it to others. And it's it's something that's so powerful, but you can hear how I say it. Yeah. I don't say it just like, I'm, I don't just read it. I say it programming myself for success with that um, because of how I'm saying it with that passion and conviction. So it's really, you know, Amy Cuddy said it in her famous TED Talk, The Power Pose. Uh, don't fake it till you make it. Fake it till you become it. Yeah. Fake it till you become it. And so, you know, even if it's awkward, and it is. You're alone in a mirror. You're a voiceover actor now. Tell yourself, look in your beautiful eyes and, and, and just repeat whatever affirmations are personal to you in the I am or I have daily. Uh, and it will get more and more comfortable and you will notice that you feel better and better. And that will change how you go out. And when you go out, people hear your frequency, they respond to you. And it's this wonderful cycle. And it really changes your life. Oh, thank you, Tasia. That was nice of you to share that. Well, you know, you know how you learn a language, Russ, right? Is you, you have to immerse yourself, right? You have yes. to immerse yourself. That's how they teach. Yeah. So I'm like, Hey, put, put post-it notes when you open your drawer, like, hello, gorgeous. You know, I think people should just like be, yeah. <laughs> totally immerse themselves, write it down. Leave love notes write for down, yourself. Right. I mean, literally immerse yourself in this language because it's going to yeah. feel awkward and it's going to take some time. It's beautiful and it's kind and it's wonderful. And, uh, I'm sure you recognize that, you know, when we feel good, yeah. It's easier to be kind to others. You have such a kind voice and you have so much generosity. I mean, you do this wonderful podcast. Oh, thanks. I mean, I, the ultimate compliment, and this is the vernacular that I hope everyone will use. That That's one of my missions. You know, who did I give great voice to today? Yeah. And I'm, you do that every time you do your well, podcast. Well, trust me, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be thinking of it every time I do a podcast from here on out or even a video, which I'm not that comfortable doing yet. I've probably done hundreds of improv shows. Never really was self-conscious with any of that, but to try, but doing the video, I still, I don't know, for some reason, I'm still not super comfortable with it. But Remember, yeah. what would be a kind thing to say to yourself? I know, I'm going to be kind to myself. I look great on video, and uh, people, <laughs> exactly. people love to get the messages that I share. Yes! Doesn't that feel good to <laughs> say that? is laughing at me. <laughs> I'm smiling. Yeah, I know, but you know what? You're smiling on the outside, but laughing on the inside. <laughs> she probably loves that you're saying something nice to yourself. Yeah. So listen, um, did you always want to help people like this? Were you always like a giving person or like what? No. Uh, I always, I like to dig hard. into people when I get them out, when I get them on the podcast. So I think it's very, it's very educational and plus it, it really humanizes people. So. Oh yeah. You know, no, like, I mean, so, actually. 
I, I did go to a school. I, I went, as a little one, I, I really did. I went to a Episcopal school. I mean, was, I have the Jewish mother uh, okay. and an Italian father yeah. uh, and, uh, you know, with the New Yorkers by trade. And the only reason they sent me to, because he was like a, a Catholic atheist and she's a, a Jewish <laughs> Buddhist. She was a transcendental meditator, but they sent me to a, an Episcopal school because it was the cheapest private school in, in New York City. I remember in third grade, you know, really, really um, kind of taking in the um, notion of helping, you know, re- you know, you go to a, a Christian school, you definitely get a, how to help people uh, as a primary. Yeah, Tasia, I was, I w- I'm a graduate of the um, Nativity of the Blessed Virgin Mary Elementary School. There you go. So you know what I'm talking <laughs> oh, about. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. It was, the, it was, it was the, definitely inculcated that, the, you know, yourself... Yeah kind of last yeah. kind of you know the like nuns were serious so. about that yeah yeah uh-huh i did probably again go the other direction uh, when I, <laughs> as I was when i was on all my children at 16 and earning you know like a huge star and, and, Wait, and earning you were all only, kinds of money you were only 16 oh yes yeah yeah i was discovered by, by louis mall when i was 15 for a movie and then by 16 i was on all my children so i was I, I was pretty heady in terms of like the amount of fame for that you know for Wait. that time period I saw snippets or stills from that. You did not look like you were 16. You weren't playing a teenager, were you? I was until I, you know, oh, you were. I, okay. had, I, I was 16 and then I jumped to like 18 as soon as I had sex with uh, Tad Martin. And then I was 18. Because, you know, <laughs> uh, well, this is so, a good segue. So actually, let's do this now. Uh, I, I, I didn't want this to be the same interview. I try to make my interviews a little different than what I think maybe, you know, you get asked all the time, but for the fanboys and fangirls out there, we got to cover some the of this. The fan people, let's be inclusive. The fan, the fan people. Thank, the fan, thank you, Brown. I appreciate that. And my, in my heart, I want to say um, fan people, but I, <laughs> I have 61 years of socialization and training to overcome. One more syllable, just say fans. <laughs> fan people. Well, I usually, I, I usually hear like fanboy. Was usually like a term yes, I've heard I do. a lot. I so that's... I, someone someone said fangirl to me yesterday. Right. So, it's, so it seems like it's okay. So we'll just say fan people to right. encompass. So everyone. let's. Uh, so if you're game, let's do this for them. All right. So I'm going. I'm going to say the character's name, and then you say what show it was. Okay. All right, and then you can say which one you won. This the game, and if I get it wrong, like if I don't know my own. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, some of some of them were another lifetime. I recognize. So, Doctor Dottie, <laughs> Doctor Dottie Thornton. Well, she wasn't a doctor. Donnie oh. Thornton was all my children. She Wait, was not a doctor. I thought she I was a it. doctor. <laughs> no, my gosh. She was 16 and 19. Oh, How could she be a doctor? <laughs> well, I guess she couldn't now that you mention it. Wait. Now that we mention it. Now, was that the Emmy nomination? Yes. I was nominated for an Emmy for that At show. At 16 or 18? I really well. I was oh 16 and 18. Well, I, was, I was very insecure, and they tapped into that for the character, and it uh, really? worked out well. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you go with your strengths. <laughs> right. Like All right. I was a mess and I cried a lot as the character. So it was like, oh, no, 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 I lied. Oh, yeah. oh so, that's yeah, too funny. Oh, I know. It was a lot of like, it, was, it was a lot of life imitating art and, and vice versa. So it worked well, out. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of actors that seem to do that. They say play yes, the same character all the time. Myself- well, I'm, I call myself a recovering actress and a fully functioning voiceover artist for that reason because oh, I'm you know, damaged. That. Damaged goods, damaged goods. <laughs> well, like AA, AA. What is us, AA? All Actors of us, Anonymous. Yeah, all <laughs> of us, all of us artists. Uh, I I tell people all the time that I'm um, artistically afflicted. I love that. Right. So <laughs> yes, because we, 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 we have no choice. We have to do our thing, but we, you yep. know, we suffer for it. We we suffer for our art. All right, next one, Poison Ivy. Well, Poison Ivy is the Arkham game. Oh, you're doing the voices too. Oh my gosh. Well, if and you I'm want. Not, I didn't, I'm not even <laughs> paying her. This is, I'm not no, paying her. Just, just a taste. Just a yeah. taste. Oh, but I, you know what I found out, which I didn't know? You're uh-huh. also in the Lego movie. People, yes, people love those. Well, not the Lego movie, the Lego oh. game. The Lego oh, game. Oh, 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 yeah. Lego uh, super villains thing. That's right. I'm not. I'm like, not I'm, up on the gaming. I apologize. That's okay. I don't feel badly. All right. Here's one. Here's an. Here's one. Uh, Brooke Bjork. Oh, Brooke Bjork is from Scooby Doo. Uh, oh, Scooby Doo. Yeah, Scooby Doo. Somebody just put that on Twitter that it was like one of the anniversaries of Scooby Doo. Oh, I love it. My name is Brooke Bjork. It was so horrible. <laughs> she died. 
Like oh, she did? Wait, yeah, well, uh, no, not her, not her character. She was talking about like this oh, woman oh, she was oh, with. That oh, was just creepers. a fun guest starring role. Oh, for, my, for right. Yeah, but those are cool, right? No, they're fun. They're classics. Yeah, you um, always want to be on. All right, this one, the fan, the fan people are going to get uh, be excited about this one. And I hope I can say the name right. General Shakti? Shakti. Shakti. Jedi Shakti from the Clone Wars. Oh. Yes, we need that Clone Wars. She's a Jedi. She's very powerful. You see, she's very calming. She's very powerful. That's the who, you know, we're really yeah. like, I channel it, understanding the adjectives aligned with each role. And I that's how it. I understand how my voice channels it. I get the information and then I do it, but my voice is really focusing all the adjectives to help me convey that role. So that's why you're hearing me change. Cause I instantly yeah. can connect to what those qualities are. All right. Lieutenant Kellyanne Winslow. Ah, she was from Space Above and Beyond. That was my on-camera days. And she was really a fun, um, kind of a feisty soldier um, in in space. So yeah, that was a... It's too bad that was just a one-season show. I think yeah, that had... Yeah, they I did think not. That, it, was, it, was yeah. a, it was a good, show. It was a good show. I think it had potential. I mean, there didn't oh, look it like did. there was, was a huge expensive. budget. It was but, expensive to make. That was, yeah. I think, one of the reasons why. So, yeah, right. but I've been in space a lot. I, I uh, Yeah, I see I that. Didn't... How about Sniper yeah. Sniper Wolf? Sniper Wolf from Metal Gear Solid, which was one of, like, we just did a 25 anniversary uh, reunion, and I did, um, oh. I just, well, the, the cast got together 23 years, and we, we did a Zoom, and then we did a Clubhouse, and now we've signed autographs, so yeah, that's, that's a very um, well-loved franchise, Metal Gear Solid, that they, uh, Jordan Boat Roberts is trying to make into a movie now, and also a, possibly wow. an animated series, so hopefully... Sniper Wolf will come back. Oh. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this one right either. Ultimicia? Ultimicia. She's from Dissidia. Dissidia, which is another game series. But you did you get the Vulcan? You didn't get to Shauna? Oh, I'm get, I'm getting into the Vulcan. <laughs> right. I told you yeah, that was my favorite one. one. <laughs> Some people um, love the Star Trek. You know, I know. I'm a star. I am a Star Trek fan, and that's actually how I came up with the name of the podcast. I really identify with boldly go where no one has gone before. I, I mean, that's sort of like I feel like that's been my life, and and I also am mm-hmm. a fan of Star Trek, particularly the the original series, which uh, I don't think I was old enough to watch the original ones. I probably saw the uh, reruns, but anyways, um, and. You know, I, I, I like them all and I hate them all because they're not the original. But, um, right. but uh, now that we're on that topic, for people who are current Trek fans, they will recognize your voice if they listen to Discovery. The first few shows, Watch yeah. Discovery. Yeah. Unfortunately, that was one of those great stories I love to tell where I was like, oh my God, I'm the voice of the computer. It was all hush, hush. Oh my God, I'm the voice of the computer. Oh my gosh, this is amazing. And then yeah. three episodes in, they were like, um, we have some bad news. I was like, what? She was like, well, well, your ship blows up. And I was like, what do you mean my ship blows up? Well, she said, yeah, yeah. You know, that's why it's called Discovery. You're the Shenzo. And I was like, are you kidding me? I said, well, can't you flip me? Can I, can I, I mean, what, why would they even change the voice? It's like every computer has the, you know, it's a computer for heaven's sake. It should be the same one. Major, Major <laughs> the, Barrett was the voice of the computer uh, long after she wasn't a character on the shows anymore. And she popped up in like forever. Yes. So I, I was one of those things I lamented because I was like, well, can you, can you flip flop the other girl then? You know, the one who's on the new one, can you put her on mine and then yeah. I'll go on her, you know? So I was like trying oh. to, cause I was so, I was so, I was so disappointed that I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be the voice of the computer for the discovery. You know? So anyway, oh, it was, okay. it was, it was funny and not so that's, that's, that's voiceover for you. You know, even <laughs> you have to, you have to just ride the wave like well, any, any acting job. Right, exactly. You know, you take what you take, what you can uh, con yourself into. <laughs> that's right. Um, two more. Tashanik. Is I saying oh, it right? Tashanik. Tashanik. Yes, the, the, yes, uh, Tashanik, who was, again, that was a one an episode. I, I don't know why they don't bring her back. They should bring her for Discovery because she's older now. But, yeah, from Star Trek to um, Next Generation, Tashanik. Right. That was the first adult Vulcan after Spock. So I feel Wait, like. Wait, seriously? Oh, I, I didn't oh, know yeah, that. She, she was the first adult Vulcan introduced into Generations. Yeah, oh, they didn't oh. have one. So, and so I felt like Leonard, Leonard, I was, I felt like I was definitely, I looked like Spock Spawn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Were you able to milk that role at all or what? 
No, gosh. I mean, I, you know, sometimes I feel like I should just write them like, hey, can we bring Deshaunic back? I mean, it's like I have the eyebrows, I've got the ears. Like, it's it perfect. seems like there'd be so many opportunities. They brought Spock back a hundred times. Poor, poor, poor Leonard. I would love to still have him to play the role for sure. Yeah. Oh gosh! Well, listen. Great. I appreciate you doing that. Uh, it's fun for us. I, you, <laughs> I'm sure you've been through it more times than you could possibly, you know, really want to do again. Probably not this it, in this so. depth. I don't know that everybody's like you know they they haven't gone into the weeds as much. Oh, so thank oh you want to go that. in the weeds, Senorita <laughs> Teresa? What? Senorita Teresa? How's that? Is that weeds for you? Oh my God, Senorita Teresa! Is that from the 18th? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, like I, it might have, I, it might have been, uh, or was that, that or one? was that Maria Amino? Oh, no, that was, uh, that was for uh, Duck Dodgers. Oh, okay, uh, that's right. Or was yeah, that, uh, maybe that was Gabriella, or maybe that was Bonita. I'm not oh sure. My God, there's too many of them. I can't, I can't, you know. <laughs> or Bernice, I, 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 or Denise. I, yeah, there's. Denise, there's so that was Denise was from Fame, or the, uh, or the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> oh, the Statue of Liberty! My God, you've gone into like a, that was again, the weeds. Again. I was into the weeds there. See, I was yeah, trying to spare you. Yeah, we lost our that. audience somewhere along the way. So. <laughs> <laughs> we can IMDb me, oh but my meanwhile, gosh, that's I, too funny. It, yeah. Well, you know what? You have the experience and a lot of um, different experiences that you can you can bring with you, you know, to your, to what you're doing currently with the voiceover and giving great voice for people that want to hire you to teach them. And are you coaching or teaching or how would you define yes. it? Yes. Yeah. I coach privately and yeah. um, I've been doing some workshops right now. I'm in this amalgamation where I'm still doing voiceover every day. I'm coaching voiceover and then I'm, and then I'm um, also, you know, passionate about this uh, give great voice program. Yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of a little bit all over the place, but I'm really passionate and, you know, it's like anything like, you know, you know, again, I'm at a point in my life where I would like to be, remembered for helping people uh, yes. have this confident communication more than just, you know, slinging suds uh, for a wonderful, uh, you know, commercial. I identify so, with that hundred percent. Trust me. Yes. I, I get so it. Legacy. I get it completely. Yes. Yes. I mean, yes. Oh my gosh. All right. Yeah. Listen, we are, we're getting to the end. Uh, Tasia, you're, you're a yes. trooper hanging in here, but we still have the questions. It's time to answer the questions. I double dare you. All right. That was the start of our question segment. And uh, Tasia's been a willing participant so far, so I don't think that we're going to have to really double dare her to answer any of these questions. Brenna, take it away. Question number one. Are we ready? Yes. What is the best piece of advice you have ever received, and how did it impact you? How long do we have? As long as you want. (laughs) I'm going to make it quick. My favorite saying that I've ever received uh, is that happiness is being grateful for what you have right now, which I never understood till it was clearly said to me. Happiness is being grateful for what you have right now. So that has become my guiding force that it's not when I'm thinner, when I'm richer, when I'm, uh, you know, I achieve whatever A, B, and C is that happiness is is here and gratitude is the road to it. That's pretty pretty profound, actually. Gratitude so we, important. All we really have is is the present moment. When you think about right, it. and we can be grateful. When we can be grateful, you feel happier. So crystal clear. It was like, oh my god, it's not a it's not a destination happiness because you know we think like, how will I be happy? I want to be happy. It's really a point of view. It's a reflection. It's an awareness. And so that has become something that when I share it, I feel very lucky because I I hope that people resonate with it. All right. Next question. Is there a, maybe a dream role? Maybe it's a role that you've already played. Maybe it's a voiceover role. Maybe it's a role in life. What would this dream role be that you could or would, or maybe already have, um, played and and why would that be the dream role best role that i've ever played is wife and mother hardest to play um i continuously um i'm working on it to be better at it but (laughs) i'm just so grateful because i i'm madly in love with my husband after 25 years because i work on it uh to play this role better uh and i i'm crazy for my children i feel very honored to have them um you know on camera if i was uh anything that julia roberts passes on i'll take that (laughs) Fabulous answers for both. Great answer. (laughs) Okay, we've got one more question. 
All right. What's the thing you love the most about one of your favorite people in the world? Oh, gosh. I love my husband's uh, sense of humor. He laughs so beautifully and he makes fun of me and makes me laugh at myself. And that's pretty awesome. Like if someone like, can actually literally make fun of you and you don't hate them. <laughs> I do sometimes, but oh he, will, he will. Oh, he's lucky. <laughs> well, yeah. Tasia, thank you so much. We're just so happy that we found each other. Or I'm happy oh. we found each other. And you, yes. you just exhibit so many of the characteristics that, uh, that I value and I really want to share with our audience. And, um, yeah. And so before we, before we end, I want to make sure that listeners can get a hold of you, can use your services if they want or get more information. So, um, why don't you tell us and tell the, tell everyone what the best way to do that? Do you have an email? Is LinkedIn the place to go? LinkedIn, the same thing that we found each other. DM me on LinkedIn. All right. So it's, it's Tasia. My website. It's all right. It's Tasia Valenza, right? Mm -hmm. T-A-S-I-A. Yep. V-A-L-E-N-Z-A. Correct. Right. Tasia Valenza. Yes, it is. And, um, I'm also, you can find my website, TasiaValenza.com or give great voice, which is of course something we've said a lot that uh, that's my other website. Yes. Give and great then, um, I'm on Instagram and, you know, uh, okay. that's, there. there's so, so many ways to find me. And then uh, I just recommend the TED Talk, Give Great Voice for people if they want a 16 minute version of what it, uh, of what it means. And they can kind of do their own kind of uh, delve into it. That's a way. So I'm, I'm, I'm just, I love to support people and uh, especially again, teenagers uh, kind of finding their way and yeah. college kids, it would be my passion to inspire them to fall in love with their voices and use them and, uh, you know, go out into the world and, you know, change the world. So, and, but of course I love working with lawyers and doctors, but I really want to inspire uh, the younger generation that might not have, uh, you know, been using their voices to the degree and really hope that they will think about channeling their inner superheroes and feeling more confident in their communication because we need them. Absolutely. That was a great, uh, great closing. So I want to thank all of our listeners for spending the time with us today. Thank you, Tasia and Brenna. And uh, that brings us to the end of the show. That concludes another episode of Going Boldly. I hope you were entertained and you discovered at least one nugget of wisdom or advice that you can put into action immediately. Or maybe you received some inspiration from today's episode. And I'm certain you know at least one person who needs this podcast. Please share it with them. You might be the important link that will change their life for the better. Subscribing means you will not miss an episode. And it will make it easier for me to schedule guests because I can show them that the audience is growing. So please subscribe. It will benefit us all. Let me know how I can make this show even better. Leave a comment and send me a DM. I read everyone personally, and I do my best to respond to each and every one. As a thank you, I'll be awarding prizes. And to keep you on your toes, the winners will be randomly selected from names I find in the comments, shares, DMs, and from the list of subscribers. Prizes might be Going Boldly merch or products supplied by my guests, or just something random and fun. But you have to comment, share, DM, or subscribe to be eligible to win. A special thanks to Brenna Swanger at Waverly Manor Studios for our great theme music. And finally, thanks for listening. Go boldly, keep at it, and wash your hands.